0: Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt
1: Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. What's up? Oh, Wow um i'm here to learn man i'm are you awake oh dude i am awake there's no doubt about that um the yawn counter is out just are you ready for a special
2: experience today
1: uh, yeah and i want to get into that but you know there's a couple things first so as i've as i uh clearly published in on the third page of one of my books i've been to five colleges and i'm now a junior so, uh, yeah. I think you're more like a freshman. Well, maybe. I mean, I think some of those credits have probably expired. Um, now, had I had an opportunity to do things like experiential learning, say that. I want you to say it. Is that what you do like at night
2: in college towns in the bars? That's a or different... Is that in
1: class, that in class? Both, okay. if you were me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, never stop prospecting. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, as you know, so today we're, we have a guest with us that has a, is involved with a program that has a huge impact in our public schools. So I'm just going to introduce Corey Mohn, uh, the executive director of Blue Valley Caps and the Caps Network. Yeah. Hi, Corey.
2: Hello. How are you guys?
1: Doing great. First off, thank you for what you do. It's, the nationally
2: uh, recognized Blue Valley Caps yeah. program.
1: Oh. So let's first for those for the benefit of those listening, let's talk about like what is CAPS? What do you guys do?
2: Yeah.
0: So we we basically have taken what happens in public schools and kind of turned it upside down. Uh, we work with high school juniors and seniors. And our whole goal is to connect them to what they care about, what they're passionate about, and get them in a place where they get to do real things, right? Okay. One of the worst things about everyone's experience from their past was sitting in a classroom and asking the question, when in the world am I ever going to use this in my life,
1: right? right. So, oh, I did a lot of that. I did a lot of yeah, that, for
2: real. I think we all did. So what are some examples of what kids would do in CAPS? Yeah.
0: So um, if you were a student at CAPS, you would choose a profession that you'd like to experiment with, like to try. So it might be engineering. Uh, you might go in and, and work with a real company and help them prototype uh, a solution. Or if it was technology, you might be working to create a game or create an app for a nonprofit, for example, in our community. So not only doing something that's hands-on and fun, but actually connecting it back to something that's meaningful that actually could be used and that by someone is, in the community.
1: And that is experiential learning.
0: That is experiential learning. It's a series of experiences for students that go beyond a textbook or four white walls of a classroom.
2: So if I, so if one of my kids uh, was in this program, would they go for two hours a day or once a week? Like, how does that? Yeah. yeah.
0: So experiential learning can look a lot of different ways. But for Blue Valley CAPS, uh, how we run it, it's two and a half hours a day every single day. Okay, So they get their high school experience for four periods of their day and for three periods of their day, they're at CAPS and they get to have this different experience.
1: So I went to high school in in the district where this you guys do this now. Hmm. Now I'm old and they did not have this. Or anything close to it. You go Blue Valley High? I went to Blue Valley North. Oh, North. There was only Mustangs. Two. Yeah, go Mustangs. Go Mustangs. Now, and, and this is crazy. So Blue Valley North has always ranked well as like being a great public school um, in the city. I think yeah, I have a couple of things, I, I don't know, that's, that's all subjective. But, but, you know, the closest thing we had at that point was literally like Votech. Like, and that, and, yep. and let, and, and don't take this the wrong way. For those of you that were in Votech that wasn't really like a prestigious thing.
2: And we need more kids in Votech these
1: days. Well, we, we do for, and, and that, well, that's another thing that's important. But at the time when I was there, that was like, like not I mean I'm not saying it's it was, was bad. the weird it they was were,
2: the weird kids usually going to do it was like HVAC hey it, it was almost
1: like when you took those assessments like. and they're like well you know you'd probably be, be best if you were a mechanic. Yeah. Or something like that. And by the way that stuff is all super important. And we and need it's, way skilled. More of it's it. skilled too. We, we do need, need more of, more of, of it because there's a shortage of that but
0: yeah there's a stigma. It there was, was a stigma yeah. there's been a That's stigma around it.
1: Now your but your program is the exact opposite. This is like the future jobs. Yeah. Well you want to be in it too. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You say and, and that not everybody can get in it, right? Like it's, well, well, it's so that's the, it?
0: that's the thing that we've fought really hard is to allow any student that wants to do it, to be a part of it. And so okay. we have not restricted this by wow. any so how traditional many measurement. It? Uh, this past year we had
2: over 650 per semester at Blue Valley Caps. So we, between is that, and now is that, and is that across like, blue, like how many schools or like, yeah. Like, so what percentage of students is as at 20%? About one out
0: of three students that wow. graduated this year from blue Valley high schools were a part of caps.
2: That's awesome. Pretty that, cool. I
1: mean, that's good because uh, you know, you said the very beginning of this, like, am I ever going to use this? Right. Like this is real stuff. People like this is like, and, and I, I got to tell you, like, I'm looking forward my kids will go through blue Valley schools. Um, I'm not awesome. a, I'm not a private school candidate. Now you're, 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 Kids are at? My kids are in private school. Do they offer stuff like this at that school? I don't know. Does it go, that school, it goes all the way through high school, Yeah, it does. Okay. Okay. Now, and you know, that's, I just think it's cool because I really think that our next generation of kids need a taste of reality, man. Like, and this is how unengaged and little I cared in high school. All right. I have ADD. And, and in the early nineties, that was treated a little differently. Like, Oh, this kid's disruptive or whatever. Well, really what it was is I just had no interest in things that I had no interest in. (laughs) And so my elective options were like study hall and home ec and weightlifting. And, and I mean, I love sculpting my guns, but at the same time, (laughs) like, I mean, it wasn't really engaging. Right. And then they did have the ability. We could have gone over to the local junior college and taken some classes. But that was also like really selective. Like it was like I mean, honestly, it was like the good students. And that wasn't me. Sure. So if I had something that had allowed me to do anything, possibly entrepreneurial or just any of it, like I would have been all over it.
0: I'm still stuck on the image of you sculpting your guns.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> Which is <a> scary. <laughs> hey, my wife loves it when I say that right before I work out. She's like, "What are you doing? I'm getting ready to sculpt my guns." You know, the other one too. She loves is when I say, "Sun's out, guns out." Oh yeah. 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 I am not. I got. I. I have a borderline dad bod, so don't you know think that I'm like sculpting my guns all day.
0: But you know what you just said, Matt, is so true. And it, it it's not that we're categorizing students by their ability or or their. It's that we're misreading their strengths and how they're wired. And and we've done that for years and years and years in education. And, you know, it's, it was time to do something different uh, and to try and figure out how to give these kids a better opportunity um, to do something important.
1: And there's a wide variety. So my brother-in-law, and let's give him a shout out, Chris Jensen. Um, So Chris is, he's a teacher. Yeah, he's a teacher.
0: uh, Well, he's at Blue Valley Southwest. He used to be a CAPS
1: uh, instructor as well. Yeah, And he's, uh, that was, I know something he had done for a while. And now I'll give you an idea about some of the potential instructors too. You know, Chris is a doctor. Right. And he's just got an interesting story because, you know, Matt, we've talked so much about doing things you're passionate about. And like, if you're not happy doing what you do, then it doesn't matter. He quit. He was a doctor. He quit being a doctor. Wow. And now he's a, like an AP biology teacher. He does some right. other stuff, but he was involved in caps. He does some other stuff with the CDC and whatever now. But um, anyway, I, I that's how I first got exposed to caps. And I, you guys do a lot of different stuff. So, what are yeah. some of the um, what are some of the different? Uh, well, I know that your neighbor in Olathe calls them learning academies. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what are some of the different things that um, that I that kids can do for e- experiential learning?
0: Yeah. Well, that's one thing you learn when you get into education. I came from the business and entrepreneurship side. That was my history is not in an education. And it was so surprising to me how m- the language changes and how many different words are used for things that are kind of the same thing. So you mentioned Olathe and Blue Valley. We call it Caps. We call it strands. But I always translate that to kind of your uh, career clusters or kind of those industry cluster areas. So in our area, we're doing uh, we work with medicine and healthcare. We work. Uh, in engineering, technology. We have an innovate course, which is taught by Mike Farmer, who I'm sure you guys are familiar with. Yeah. So he's our instructor. Uh, couldn't get really a better person what to What does connect. he do? I'm
1: not familiar he, with him. He Mike teaches.
0: Farmer. So Mike Farmer was the founder of Leap, a okay. uh, search engine company here in Kansas City. And um, now he teaches for us. And so these kids are getting an experience with him. He's connecting them to various different people in the community. Uh, And their job over the course of the semester is to prototype and then launch
1: a product into the market. So they're creating. Dude, I mean, how can you get that? That's experiential right there. That is totally useful. And then going back to my apparent lack of education, I was in study hall where I usually took a nap. Well, if you're not engaged, you're going to tap out. No, yeah. And that's the key, man. So, how? So, this is, I mean, while I just on many levels am acting as if you have shown me fire for the first time, but how long, (laughs) I mean, well, I, I, I really am such a strong believer and supporter of this. Cause like I said, I dude, I was a terrible student and it's not cause I'm stupid. I just, if uh, literally when you have like ADD or something like that, or you're like a, my personality type, if you're not interested in it, you're just not, you know, I mean, I either got like an A or a D or an F. Sure. And That's human so, nature. So, at what point did this really go mainstream? Because it, it clearly happened after I was in school. Matt, did you have stuff like this in school? We in had botec. Botech, right oh, and right. it
2: had all the stigma of, of it and that was about all I remember
1: yeah you now. weren't yeah. yeah and like I said I'm not trying to offend anyone that was in that but it wasn't like hey yeah woo, I'm in
0: yeah the problem that wasn't necessarily the programming it was the stigma around yeah, it and, yeah and well, so well that didn't
1: help either yeah right well but, and then not to mention like the community that I grew up in and that pro- pretty much the whole school district that you're in is like probably I mean parents are largely white-collar And so that, you know, you'd have a tendency to kind of push your kids towards whatever it is. Does Blue Valley
0: do any of that kind of stuff now? We do some, need to do more, to be honest. blue collar? Need to do more of it. Um, And there's a push to do more career. Um, that's a little bit more towards the Votech end. The, uh, the, the shortage
1: of of skilled workers, electricians, and that is shocking
0: all that stuff. Well, and that, the,
1: well, much like the cost of of uh, software engineers in the United States is shot up due to scarcity. Well, yeah. I mean, you can legitimately make an amazing yes. living if you're a welder, uh, any really any skilled craftsman, uh, right. because there's a huge shortage of them. So that's absolutely yeah. right.
0: So to back to your question, you know, Cap started in. 2009 in Blue Valley. So it's been about 10 years that we've had the model running, but it started with only a handful of students and it took a few years before it really started to gain traction. And we didn't have that same stigma being applied to it because in the beginning, no one had anything to compare it to. It was a brand new idea to connect students to professionals and have them work real projects for clients. And so we had to fight that same feeling people putting it in the bucket of this must just be like a new version of Votech right yep. and, and so to fight that off was we had to have the business community involved you know hundreds of these clients that we work with all the way from the startup company to you know the black and beaches and the garments of the world that work with us to say no this is different and we so want to how, engage with this so how long has, has caps been going now yeah so we finished the 10th school year in blue valley Wow. And what's interesting is we've now kind of got this replicating model going where we created a network around what we do. And now we license this to other school districts across the country. And this is where I'm really I love it. Well, I love that's why I'm excited you say to say
1: license it like they literally pay. Yeah. Wow. They do. Um, they that's don't. It. There you go. Yeah. Blue Valley Caps, yeah, the startup cool. of, so of, cool. of, of <laughs> experiential, ex, God, say that. I want to hear you say it. Experiential <laughs> learning. Damn it. <laughs> so here's the. See, if I would have been able to do this, I'd be able to say this. Uh-huh. Like I'm now, that's why I'm the I'm, franchise I'm, player. No, that, no. Oh, no, that's not true. So here's the big thing that I want to know.
2: Yeah. Is uh, how, how much have they tracked all these kids from, you know, the, the first five years of the program to see what did, all the kids that went through this, what did they go on and do? Right. Did they go to college? Did they study the same thing that they were focused on? Like, I think that would be really intriguing. That You know, that's absolutely,
0: absolutely right. And we have, we're actually in the current project right now with Northeastern University in Boston. They're actually doing research. They got a $400,000 grant from the federal government to study this because there isn't research really on this. What happens when these kids move through the system? We track our own data the best we oh, can. Oh, wow.
1: So we actually run the program and, and get behind it, but then we don't check what the results are <laughs> or effectively. But well, you we, know with 10 years, you don't have a huge – like. We that, don't have it. That means a 16-year-old kid 10 years later is 26. There's
0: a lot of challenging uh, – there's challenges with collecting data about yeah. kids. Oh, so sure. when So when they go to college and in Blue Valley, just because of who we are and where we are, a lot of those kids are going to college, 95 plus percent. And,
1: and let's clarify that because we have a lot of listeners that aren't here. So we're in Kansas City. If you don't yeah. know where Kansas City is, it's right in the middle of the United States. And uh, blue, the, this, quote, Blue Valley that we speak of is a suburb. That's right. Uh, and we are south and maybe southwest of our main downtown area. It's actually where I grew up. And yeah, so Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I live there too. Yeah. That's also where Matt and I both live now. So, all right.
0: Yeah. So tracking that data is difficult, but it's really important. And so now we're going to be able to tap into some other resources now that we have,
1: this
2: um, grant sounds, like the National National Science Foundation. sounds like an ongoing project for the current CAP students.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some well, it's of it's funny
0: it... you say that we have a teacher education course and they're very interested in this. And so we're connecting our instructor and students to the Northeastern researchers. I mean,
2: some, some of me go back and say, okay, here's this, this person's LinkedIn profile or whatever. So you can kind of, yes. And we track that as and, well. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so do you, um, are there, there's so much to be said about like the modern and future world of business. And like, for example, people make themselves famous on Instagram. Like we're going to be, if you want, you follow us <laughs> at, at startup hustle podcast, but no, do you guys also get into like, s- like modern media and some of that stuff? Like, I mean, video production yeah. and so much of that is, well, they're tools. Yes. And uh, so recently Um, Travis Wright, who is a a really well-known podcaster in the crypto world was here and I, I was talking to him and he is such a huge, big believer in stacking skills. That's the phrase that he uses. Mm -hmm. And like, so if I want to stack skills and learn some of that in caps, am I only going to do one singular thing? Or am I going to, am I going to come out of that with several arrows in my quiver?
0: Yeah. So the beautiful thing about how this has been set up and the district has allowed us to do this, which is great, is we run semester to semester instead of a full year with our courses. So if you're a junior and you enter CAPS, you have four courses you can take. Um, You can you can collect four different arrows for your quiver if you want, or if you find something that you're truly passionate about and you love, you can go as deep as you want. So you could spend four semesters in the same class with the same teacher working different projects so it differentiates by the level of the project and the clients that you work for or creating your own so there's a lot of potential to customize we just recently um had a documentary that was created about caps called where students lead and in there one of our alums who went to actually went to johns hopkins um for college and is now working for um jeff bezos on his rocket to the moon project out in texas um, I don't know why I'm blanking on the name of the company. That I mean, is that
1: all he's doing?
0: <laughs> okay. He's probably finalizing <laughs> some divorce paperwork.
1: <laughs> no. Well, maybe, maybe the Bezos part. But I mean, think about that. Someone that came out of your program is working on the project to launch rockets to not the moon and Mars yeah. and whatever. Like,
0: yeah. you know, and, and her success, I mean, she's amazing. She's, she would have been an amazing kid anyway. She took four different classes at CAPS. Okay. She took aerospace engineering. She took technology. She took a medicine course and um, I'm trying to remember the fourth class she took, but they're all different.
1: I would have failed all three of those probably. Well,
0: but she was so excited about seeing possibilities and not being constrained to just that content area. She crossed these classes. And so when she went to college and then found this career, it was because – and she talks about this in the film – She was able to take little pieces of each and bring them together. She saw the art in aerospace engineering.
1: So, Matt, do you know that Blue Valley Cap says it has a direct impact on Stackify? Do you know how? How? When we walked in (laughs) with Corey, he immediately saw someone that was a former Cap student. Who?
0: Peyton Mott. She's a senior, just graduated from our digital design course, and she was staring me right in the face when I yeah. walked oh,
2: our into intern. The yes. our intern. Our yeah. intern, yeah. yeah, I think maybe the intern we had last year was too, and she was like off the charts, amazing. Yeah,
1: you know? uh, that's awesome. tip, yeah. tip the cap. To, yeah. to I love. Live I the love seeing
0: kids out and about, and I never know where I'm going to run into them. So, like so I said, hey, I have no idea.
1: So let me ask you a question. Let's just say that Matt and I because we're purveyors of goodwill and trans, and trans, and believe in knowledge transfer. If we wanted to get involved, I mean, not just in Blue Valley, but wherever you're at, like one of the big things that you were talking about before we recorded was the involvement of connections outside of the classroom. And that's, you know, you think about, like you were talking about, what was the guy's name again, The from Leap? Oh, Mike Farmer. Mike Farmer. So, you know, how often do you get a chance to like, talk to people like that right and that's like there's a lot of value to that so does is the program like what if what if someone wants to get involved with an experiential uh, <laughs> hang on i'm gonna get the clicker out this is normally used for other things <laughs> but i'm gonna i'm gonna keep track we're of we're gonna uh, have a counter on this now. i'm just gonna hear <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's how many times I'm going to not mess that up because I'm just going to give up on saying it. But Experiential. 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 All right, hang on. Matt, spell experiential. E-X-P-E-R-E-N-T-I-A. Oh. Wrong. Oh. Okay, it's wrong. But this is... Ex- close (laughs) hang on close enough god i really auto Auto
2: correct would have fixed that so that counts
1: true and you also might have actually (laughs) made it one step further through the technology badge or whatever it's iterative Um, learning yeah well we learn through mistakes that's right so feel forward
2: would you say that a lot of what you do is is stem based
1: well well hang on hang on i want to get into that But i want to talk about how how can people get involved because, like, yeah, I mean, how could we be involved? How can I mean, is that as simple as just being able to reach out to a school like or a school district like yours and saying, "Hey, I'm look, I'm interested in just talking to a class."
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's really in our in the way we've looked at it, it's however you best want to engage, and we can provide um, options, right? So, speaking in a class and kind of sharing your story, sure. like kind of a founder story or something like that, is really powerful. Um, and that could be, um, you know, you come in for an hour and, and you're done. Um, we love getting projects or opportunities for our students to work, roll their sleeves up and actually do something for your organization. So Peyton is an example, sitting out here, getting to work as an intern. That is huge for not only the content knowledge of what's going on today, but think about how impactful it is to build a network. To like right. know who the yeah. people are when you need something or when you need to gather some knowledge or or what have you. That is so important. And these kids, you know, they have the potential to build a network before they even go to college or get into their first career. And think about how far you would go if you, you were able to build the network like you have today when you were in your late teens or twenties. I mean, that's
2: it's huge. It's pretty so, cool stuff.
1: So, Matt, will you will you go give a speech with me to a class?
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Or separately or whatever. Like, That'd be awesome.
2: Yeah. We'd I mean, I would you. love
1: to do that. And you know, both Matt and I, I mean, we've done enough of that too, that um, I think I enjoy it. I don't think I do. I do. I enjoy speaking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That'd be great. Okay. Be great. So before we talk about STEM and I want to talk about that, cause it's a hot topic. I have created a caps program here in the Startup Hustle studio. Oh, yeah. And with that, and for those of you watching on video, I'm holding this up. So um, my good friend and loving (laughs) co-host once gave me a gift, and I found it today, and I realized it was super applicable. Um, It's a book, and it's titled Baby Loves Coding. (laughs) This book has about eight pages, more pictures than words, um, and... I'm going to ask you a question out of it. Oh, no. so here we have a train <laughs> and it says the train. <laughs> this really, I'm really holding a children's book here. That's made for four-year-olds, which is the level of coding at which I have yeah. grown to. But Matt, who is a, thank you, taking a picture. We will post that on Instagram soon. So, okay. The, I, but I want to see if you are smarter than baby. Okay. okay so the train follows an algorithm. A tiny computer tells the train what to do, but who tells the computer what to do? Ooh. Let me get out my clicker. Software developer. You are correct. Yeah. Woo, woo Congratulations, woo. Matt. You've passed. You've maybe moved to the next round. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so a, we will do one more. We will do badge. one more. Otherwise, actually, I may just publish a supplemental issue where I read in its entirety, baby, let's go. be a coding. separate podcast. Pro- it probably will be. A programmer writes an algorithm in a language the computer can understand. The language is called code. The computer then reads the code and... Executes it? I will accept that as a correct answer. Follows the steps in the algorithm. Congratulations, Matt, right. <laughs> Two for two. Congratulations, <laughs> you have passed. Two for two. I would have... Maybe got those right, but probably not.
0: Can we get him yeah. a digital credential for his LinkedIn
1: profile? Yeah, totally. Or We're maybe well, coding. There's gonna yeah. I mean <laughs> I got a
2: badge. Corey, don't, a badge. don't I mean
1: leave me leave me a little something to work sorry. with in following I'm episodes. I Can mean, I add okay. a
2: sticker to the tour bus?
1: Oh my god, with the tour bus. <laughs> Watson's let the, the top one hundred ranking go to his head. What if what is he <laughs> what he demands his own dressing room? I still don't know why you need a seahorse. Yeah. And there. Why do you need a tour bus anyway? We don't even go anywhere. You walk across the office and into the studio. Why do you oh it's for your personal space? Yeah. Okay. It's my safe space. <laughs> oh man. Baby does not love demands from rocks. So let's talk about STEM. Let's do it. What is STEM? What does that even stand for? Let's talk about STEM.
2: <laughs> really let's talk about bad STEM, 80s yes. songs, right? we, But we let's did we we, <laughs> we just recently demand. saw
1: salt and pepper. At oh, this front center. And they did perform that song. Did they really? Yes. Oh, yes. My. let's talk about STEM. baby. <laughs> let's talk about you and me. Let's tell the people what STEM stands for. <laughs> Go Corey. Wow. Look at that. Wow. He even rhymed it. Hey, I might not Amazing. know shit about coding, but man, I, my lyrics flow. <laughs> So who's the real winner now, Watson? <laughs> well, are we talking about
2: STEM or STEAM or STREAM? Let's or... talk about all of them. because all of them.
1: Acro- we, we try to not let acronyms go undefined on this show because yeah. the assumption that people know what the acronym means is not cool.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you my own personal... when I think
1: of a STEM, I think of like a flower. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my own personal feeling on it, STEM has become a buzzword. Really. Yeah. That's, yeah. And, and it's also kind of been used in a way that sounds... And, and mean things that can be taken as very technical. And that's fine. But a lot of what we're seeing in the world right now is that our kids need to be adaptive. They need to be able to do a lot of different things. They need to be able to relate to people. Agile. And so, an agile. So, you know, STEM, to define the acronym, science, technology, engineering, and math. When you hear STEAM often, and that's adding arts, the A would be arts to that. So to answer your question, do we have STEM we have STEM at CAPS? Is it across the curriculum and across the courses? Yes. I mean, we use technology in just about every course that we have. And there's a lot of math involved. There's a lot of science. And certainly we have an engineering curriculum. But we don't often talk a lot about us as STEM, just because it gets lost in this vast sea of all these other programs and classes that also are using that. So it becomes so generic after a while that
2: it's kind of difficult to use that as a as a way to define what we are and what we do. And so my son goes to a different school and Mm -hmm. he's only in third grade, but he actually has a STEM class. OK, so just like they have music class or art class or whatever. He has a STEM
1: class. Interesting.
2: Interesting. Once yeah, a week great. or twice a week.
1: Give me, right. Like, what do they do in it, though? Like, because it's easy to say, uh, all right, so I give an example of, uh, you know, we at full scale, the company Mountain and I own together, we help people set up remote development teams. And when I was in college, they're like, oh, yeah, and you need to find offshoring and outsourcing. They didn't tell you a damn thing about how to actually do it. <laughs> they just said you needed to do it. And I just always found that to be a very unpractical set of knowledge that education had given me. So yeah. like, what are they doing in STEM that actually like, so I'm not sure usefulness. what
2: ages they start STEM at his school. I want to say maybe it's like first grade and it's a lot of building blocks, engineering related stuff, you know, playing games or sort of coding and algorithm related okay. iPad games that teach you logic and programming sort of stuff like my son's done some really cool ipad things where he makes the screen do these cool designs and stuff and it's a loop and make it this color then make it move and i push this thing on the screen and then all this other stuff happens it's sort of like basic programming stuff but uh, it's a lot of that sort of science engineering building blocks like they do weird stuff that's like engineering and building related stuff
0: 3d printing has become yeah, a younger sure. and younger activity yes. as well my they, third grader 3d prints things
2: and they they have like this huge room that's now the STEM room and you walk in and it kind of feels like a maker space nice yeah a lot like of schools they, have moved to that how useful and
1: practical is that
2: I don't know. I mean, if nothing else. It no, gets I mean, like in a good way. I mean, I really think it is practical. I, to, you mentioned earlier. If anything, it's it's building the skills that are like problem solving. I yeah. mean, so much of what Absolutely. we need to do in life is problem solving, and it's just teaching you to, you know, can I build this structure? Can I do this logic, this algorithm? Like I'm, um, you know, yeah. it's problem solving. The
1: problem, really
0: the problem. with learning critical thinking straight to content is the content's going to change. Yeah. I mean, by the time you get out of your middle school, high school, elementary school, whatever it is, college even it's going to change. The world is moving fast. So the problem solving, that's never going to change. Professional skills, how to relate to people, that is not going to change. So that's why we tend to focus more on that. And the content comes kind of secondary. The other thing is we all change our minds about what we like, what we want to do. Every day. That is Right? It's natural. And so why would you pigeonhole people into, I've got to go down this one track to become an engineer and even specify that it's going to be a mechanical engineer when... I know that for my whole life, that's not going to be my ultimate passion. Maybe, sure. maybe a few people out there, that's all they want to do. But for most people, that's not the case.
1: So, Mr. Watson, I realized that Corey can help us settle a burning question that oh, has existed uh-oh. for <gasps> quite a, a span of who knows how many episodes. So, Corey. Dividing the maths. Why did we need to reinvent math? Why is there new math math. like that's because, all right. So we have both have, I have a two and I'm an old dad. I have a two and a half year old and a four, four and a half year old. So, and they're not, well, they kind of do math, but not like. Not like my third grade. Right. Right, So I was around my niece who's, who is doing math. And I was like, Taylor, what are you doing? And she was like, I'm doing math. And she's like drawing a tree and some other stuff. And like, Uh I had heard, I had heard of this new math and it was from you. Cause you were, I don't know if you can find the episode where Watson talks about that. I'll send you free books posted right. on Instagram, but you were talking about it. Cause yeah. you went to go help your son with his math homework and you were like, what that, what is this? <laughs> So, so some more visual, but, but this makes sense. Cause you were talking about how the, the content and the message and, and the, and the process and some of that can change. Like, yeah. so I'm just curious, like at what point do we read? I mean, it's not like math is a new concept, right? It's actually apparently what runs everything all the time.
2: All so I have my it. own opinion about this, but I'd love to hear your opinion yeah. about new yeah. math.
1: And thank you for coming here just to settle this so we can just get it out of the way.
2: Well, I'll, I'll give you I don't know
0: if this answer will satisfy you, but my, my response <laughs> I'm here to, I'm aimed to please and all. I like that always. You. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. So I think my opinion is whatever we do, we should be setting up kids to meet them where they are. And so not all kids learn the same way, right? So there's the way that we learned math, which was very linear. Right. You just kind of line things up. I think about like addition problems or multiplication problems. You line everything up and you kind of work your way through Um and it, almost to the to the point of you have to do it one certain way through a certain set of rules or it's wrong or it's going to count it wrong. Even if I hated you, even that If you got, that got the right they'd answer, they'd be like,
1: "You didn't do the work properly." Right. I'm like, okay, "But I got the or right you answer." You I would show the work, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: right. I hate that. But the diff- see what I see with some of these new methods of of doing the math is it's allowing kids another opportunity to see a process that makes sense to them. Sure. So uh, I I don't have an opinion of which is better. I think the better option is you have as many options in front of the kids as possible. And it, seemed it seemed a lot more visual.
1: It seemed a lot more like, visual. More visual. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, now here's the thing. The result came out to be the same.
2: So when, when I, what I see in, and when I've talked to my like second grade, you know, when he was in second grade and stuff like that, I talked to the teachers is, is their answer is, Well, we teach them multiple ways to do math and depending on the problem that you're trying to solve and the student, they're better or worse at doing it different ways. And mm-hmm. so it's really... Like, if, if I said, um, how many cards are in the box of mixtape? And you'd say, oh, well, there's 73. And I'm like, well, about how many there's cards are there? Sure. About how many cards are there in four boxes of that? Well, you could very quickly approximate in your head, like, okay, four times 70 is 280, and four times three is 12. And I add those two numbers together, and I can get an approximate and, and get a, an exact number of 292 in this very quickly. But to do that on paper and carry the one and do all that, is very different you they're more teaching them things like uh, though like approximization, like yeah. like around 70 times 40 and but then i add this and they, they're teaching me different ways to do the math and depending on the situation the way that you would solve it is different
1: no i right. i'm all for it then there's not just one specific way to look at solving a problem. So, I mean, that That's explanation right. makes sense. And by the way, thank you for giving me the segue into the next part of the show, because <laughs> we were talking about adding things up, and I'm going to add up both of your votes Uh-oh. for my answers on Mixtape. So, Corey, are you familiar with Mixtape? I game? am familiar with Mixtape. I love that. Nice. It was recently featured in Rolling Stone. Our,
0: our uh, founder of Mixtape is a great example of someone who's been a part of CAPS. and comes Joel Johnson, yes, he he's
1: a Cap student? He's our business partner in Mixtape.
0: Not a Cap student, but he's been out as a... As a Founder to support. Nice. Uh, I love that. Area, Joel's yes. awesome. Yes. So
1: we we uh, we're investors in Mixtape. Digital Wonderful. version coming soon. Or go to mixtapegame.com. Um, so I'm going to read a scenario, and you guys are going to give answers. And since we've been talking about math and other things, this will apply. You just won the sixty million dollar lottery. Cool. What song plays as you go to pick up your check? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I, I, I love, have five, I, I literally have so I have five answers. So I have five answers here. Do you want, I'll go first if you want, but I'm gonna give you guys a chance because I don't want to steal your only answer because I'm all over this one.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with uh, "F.U." by
1: CeeLo Green. Ah, you're gonna go to the default. Yeah, I, but, but I've heard but, that like, answer before. It's, a good, it, it's it, a good. It's it, a good answer for this here's one. Here's <laughs> the the okay. I love mixtape, but the "F.U." by CeeLo Green is like a universal hack for that. It's like works for everything. <laughs> it's like this. I'm, I'm going with "Money" by Pink Floyd. Okay. Yeah. Money, money, money. No, that no, that's no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different song.
0: That definitely yeah. is not pink. That Floyd. is a oh. different song. A <laughs> different song.
1: Yes, yes, and that's an iconic song. Um, and there's several other answers. Do, do you have? So a I like.
0: Of? Yeah, I like. Uh, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. Remember that song?
1: Uh, I need. Maybe if you sang more of it, then. Ba, yeah. ba,
0: ba, ba, ba. <laughs>
1: I love it. I love it. What was your Don't make me pull it up on my phone. I already forgot. Your answer was so weak, I already forgot. Oh yeah, yeah. that's all you couldn't like go with like all about the Benjamins or something like that or like make it rain. (laughs) Make it rain. (laughs) Talk about educating children properly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry I taught your kid how to do that. Well, something went but wrong with
2: the money, then it, you could blame See, it on me. See, can't, I can't wait to have the digital version of this game where it recommends like 20 amazing songs.
1: That's that's answers. why we paired so, up with yeah. Joel. So that's when it, why we is it. that coming out? That sounds amazing. Soon. Soon. I'm trying to like not be too dated with what I say because now all of a sudden we've been recording so many podcasts just because we're committed to bringing this out four days a week. Yeah. That's a lot of work. But, um, soon, like, I mean, we're, it's getting close to being submitted to the app store and awesome doing a lot of different stuff. It's going to be fun. So anyway, we got to vote. I'm not voting for you, <laughs> by the way. I'm voting for Corey just because he sang it. He like, in you know, yeah, it's a commitment. You make yeah. a commitment. So you have to All vote, you have to vote for someone. You can't <laughs> vote, you vote for yourself. Are you for. For? Oh my gosh. So <laughs> he knows I, I can't vote, vote for me. I'm this sorry. I can't moment. vote for CeeLo. Okay. I just can't do it. Yeah, exactly. What was your song again? Money.
2: Money by, by money. Pink Floyd. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with money by Pink Floyd.
1: So you win. Yes. I get to All I right. know, Am I forming a streak? I might be. I don't know. We need a mixtape scoreboard. We really do. Okay. We need to have what we'll, we'll say Matt, Matt, and then guest. Yeah. And that way we can win. The guest are cumulative. Yeah, maybe, or no. maybe. so no, I have one vote. Okay, so a few things here. If you want to check out more information about Blue Valley Caps or the Caps Network, go to bvcaps.yourcapsnetwork.org. Mm-hmm. Are you guys on on the social medias or anything? We like are. That? Yeah. Like, is there other places we should be looking for content? Or following yeah. Talk, well, I'd give you
0: two handles that would be good um, if you're interested in locally here in Kansas City and want to follow Blue Valley at bvcaps. Um, We're on Twitter and Instagram. Um, The other would be our national affiliate network. So we have these now 54 affiliate programs across the country running the CAPS model. Wow, We're in 14, actually 15
1: states now. We just added a program in California. That became entrepreneurial. That's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, um, but you can follow at network CAPS on Twitter. And that's where we post all the updates from across the country of kids doing this kind of work, which is super
2: fun. Uh, gets me excited every time I go into that feed and check out what kids and, are and doing. And I'm a firm believer that, th- that there are definitely people out there that are like, I'm going to move to this school district because they have because stuff like that.
1: It, happens. Yeah.
0: it does yeah. happen. So our ultimate goal is to change
2: education as we
0: know it and make it across the board like CAPS. Um, that's going to take a little bit of time, but um, we're seeing a lot of progress in terms of moving it in different parts of the country. So it's exciting.
1: What was the Instagram handle again?
0: Uh, it's BB Caps, I believe. Do you not see we'll it? I have to
1: look for it. I will find. Search it. for it. it. Yeah, we I get, will find it. So we don't follow. We're going to be. We're going to be following them once I figure that out. But we don't follow a lot of people on the gram. We got a lot of people following us, but we're trying to make that exclusive and awesome. If you want to see who we're following on Instagram, visit us at, at Startup Hustle Podcasts. And I didn't say dot com there because I am glad to not do that. And also, um, we're we're on the YouTubes now, baby. We have finally, after so you want to talk about technological challenges and failures, our ability to get our lives recordings out but we're awesome it took us
2: 100 episodes
1: well we didn't even try for like (laughs) for like 97 (laughs) of them but i was the report today and our and our creative meeting was we have two weeks without incident so we've got a lot we're gonna try to put that content out so if you (laughs) uh please comment on youtube as to whether or not matt watson's face is in fact made for podcasting OK, yes. Um, and yeah, we've been pretty open about that. Um, that if you want to learn. It, it is. Well, you know, we love each other at the That's same good. time. So um, we're good sports about it. I mean, especially <laughs> when he makes fun of my inability to say experiential. Is that right? You nailed it. You nailed to, it. To literally like 47 times later. Just hey, don't say it again. It, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I've retired from that <laughs> whole thing. But um, so if you're listening as well, uh, reach down, hit that fifth star, leave us a review. We'll talk about you here on the episode. Only if you leave a good review. Um, we'll also uh, put some links uh, to, to BB Caps and some of the other stuff so you can check it out. If you get a chance, get involved in this kind of stuff. You never know the impact that one hour out of your life can make on a room full of kids and them looking, just wanting to be you and potentially
2: hire kids that come out of this.
1: Yeah. And then another thing right. too, like where, could, what can your company do? Like your interns out there? Yeah. Like, I mean, we probably need to get like at least 50 or 60 interns maybe. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we don't want to have like Lord of the flies it probably well i don't know man i'm i'm i have i think i could control it i'm i'm rather intimidating when i want to be isn't that how you're supposed to teach and rule by fear (laughs) no anyway so well Corey, thank you so much for taking time out of your day um i'm gonna hang on to this copy of baby loves coding because i've got a lot of work to do um i learned a lot from it but it's time (laughs) for me to get back to doing the other things i do see you guys thank you